American hash browns, pure beef patty, lettuce, tomatoes, This is Singles Going Steady, the podcast dedicated to exploring great singles with a particular eye to the punk, new wave, and DIY eras of the last century. I'm Steve McGowan. I'm Adrienne Madoc. We're in a band, the Beef People, who released the single in 1986 on our own label, Zub Records. But we're also record collectors and passionate, especially about the expression of pop music perfection that is the single recording. Exploring the mysteries of what makes for a great single is what propelled us to begin this podcast. And what's today's great single? Uh, We've got a good one today. Um, It's episode 032, and it's by a band from Athens that is not a jangly band. The Uh, opposite of a jangly band. Yes, absolutely the opposite. The band is called Mercyland, and the single is Black on Black on Black with the B-side Ciderhead. It was released in 1987. This band is known for having Mr. David Barbie uh, as the bass player and chief songwriter and singer. Um, David is a pretty famous figure in Athens now. Um, he was a member of Sugar with Bob Mould, and he runs Chase Park Transduction Recording Studios. He produces the uh, Drive-By Truckers, almost every one of their records, uh, he's produced Sun Volt. He's worked with all kinds of artists from R.E.M. to Amy Ray, et cetera, et cetera. Um, he's a big cheese in Athens. And um, he had a wonderful, wonderful band for about 10 years called Mercyland. Yeah, Mercyland was great. And they, they were a band, that, you know, sort of a, a band that we ran with. Yes. We played with them. We booked them. Yes, yes. Uh, they were a punk band. Uh, uh, yeah, out of Athens. Yes. Athens, mm-hmm. you know... Uh, Athens wasn't homogenous in its mm-hmm. its music styling. Lots of mm-hmm. different, right. interesting music came out, but a true punk band yes, w- was, was a bit of a novelty. Uh, for loud, Athens. fast, and and poppy, and uh, they were an amazing all the, band. All the good stuff. Yes, and uh, we're going to tell you some stories we have about them, uh, but we want to get right into it. I think we're yeah, going to listen to it. the single. It's from 1987. Um, again, the band is Mercyland. And it's called Black on Black on Black.
Okay, so that was Black on Black on Black, Mercyland, a definitely a high energy, um, rocking tune, really good lyrics, um, just bashing their way through it. That's David on bass. And Super uh, essential bass. Yes. I mean, it's it's not anything of mm-hmm. uh, that's elaborate. It's very tasteful. It's carries it's, a melody in places. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. it's not anything. Mm-hmm showy yeah and andrew donaldson's playing the guitar he's just cranking it out and harry joiner is killing it on the drums um andrew was one of the first uh, guitar players i'd ever seen who played a flying v guitar and uh, it was very influential <laughs> <laughs> he really knew how to rock it and they were just a super high energy band um we uh in the beef people we played in athens quite a bit and we struck up a friendship with uh, david and the guys in the band I think they came and saw us one one night, and yeah, uh, they were actually nice to us. Yeah, you they, know, we, we, they were nice, and they were fans. They they uh, got the beef people music. They really did. They were into it, and yeah, uh, because we, we were a little complicated. Yeah, I think for, yeah, <laughs> you I know, mean, we, we were never just one thing. We, so we always talk about how we our band was like a mixtape. We we didn't just have the one sound. We would always skip between lots of different sounds, and that confused people. But uh, they were totally into it. And we ended up um, opening for them quite a, quite a few times in, in Athens at the old 40 Watt. We played with them quite a few times. We had some very stellar shows with them. Uh, very exciting. And they always brought it. Oh, yeah. They yeah. were always a very high energy, very... True believers. Uh, uplifting. And, and, yeah. yeah. Rock and roll believers, for sure. And uh, it wasn't so much a show as it was as more of just they would just come out and just, just deliver, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, it wasn't the entertainment thing, but they would just the music would just pour no, out of them. Yeah, earlier um, in our episode about Pete Shelley right. um, talking about music of action, mm-hmm. you know, the punk is action. It's not. It's not seeming to be something. It's just being. It's right. doing it, and they they were very much in that mold. They definitely were, and uh, so we had a number of good shows with them. 
Uh, David Barbie was uh, probably one of the nicest guys we've ever met. Yeah, not uh, just in music, yeah. but in, I mean, just yeah. a, a genuine good good soul and and a real believer in rock and roll. Yeah. They, they, he really mm-hmm. he was all about the music, and he was always nice and always positive, and uh, it just made us like them even more. You yeah. know, because I I, I would have liked them even if they were jerks because their, <laughs> their music was great, but they what weren't a jerks. Surprise! Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. you, you can be awesome and and be a, a decent. I know movie. it was it was amazing. So later on, we um, when we were booking bands, we booked them a number of times, yeah. and um, they they always played great shows, and um, it, they were a known quantity. There was something you could count on. They right. would they would come to your club. They would they would rock the doors off of it, and and give you you know one hundred and ten percent or whatever the cliche is, and. Uh, they were just a fantastic band. Yeah. Yeah. The real deal. So we're going to listen to the B side of the single. Um, the single is black on black on black. It was 1987. Uh, they put it out themselves and, uh, this, the B side is called Ciderhead. It's a little bit different to me. It has a little bit more of a Husker do thing. Let's listen to it and, uh, we'll talk about it on the other side. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mercy land and Ciderhead.
The thing that's really interesting to me is how different the base is there, yeah. where you had a, a, a you know very um, sort of you know. Uh, a serving, you know, serving the song yes. line. This, it's not that this line, this this bass line doesn't serve the song, but it really lead. takes a lead. Yeah. It takes mm-hmm. a lead and um, carries the melody. Mm-hmm. Carries. It, it's very much, mm-hmm. you know, the thing that you get often in three piece bands where yeah. the bass does much more than hold the root. And he always played a Rickenbacker bass, which has got a little bit more trebly sound, cut through, and is, is good for that lead. Lead bass thing. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it absolutely leads and slices mm-hmm. through on this side. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, not everybody can do both styles of playing. Right. And he carries it off on a single recording, you know, on both one side, one style, and, and a very different style on the opposite. And I love the way Andrew plays those open bar chords in that one section. It, very, it sounds very Bob Moldy. Yeah, this, the, I, I don't think this is a copy of, mm-hmm. of Husker Du, but it's Inspired. certainly, it's in a, yeah, it mm-hmm. definitely carries the inspiration right. and, and, and enthusiasm for. Another great, you know, rock and song, like pretty much everything in there their repertoire. Now, speaking of inspiration, we did cover the, in the Beef People a number of Athens bands, uh, particularly the Method Actors and Pylon. Pylon, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> pylon, Pylon, Pylon. Lots pylon. of Pylon, but we never did uh, Mercyland. Oh, you had to see to that yourself, didn't yes. you? Well, after, uh, after the Beef People, I had a band called Tool and Die, and we did Black on Black and Black. That would be me on guitar and vocals, and... Uh, Glenn Ware on the bass and uh, Kevin Hoyer on the drums. We're going to play you a little bit of us doing Black on Black on Black. And uh, this is Tool and Die.
so that's my later band doing Black on Black on Black. Um, we're trying as best as we can to be Mercyland. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a great song, so it was hard to screw up. Um, we did mention how Ciderhead, we thought, sounded inspired by Who Screw Do. And it did turn out that David Barbie was uh, uh, asked to join Bob Mould's post Who Screw Do band, Sugar. Yes. And he was in Sugar for for quite a few years, and they put out some excellent, excellent music. Uh, David did not get to write so many songs for Sugar, although he had a few that were really strong. Um, but he was a great bass player and great singer and got to tour all over with them. I, I think it turned out to be a pretty good experience. Um, and another thing I wanted to mention was when I had my recording studio in Greenville, um, Mercyland did come up since we were friends and, and recorded some demos that uh, were for songs that, that would come out on the album um, No Feet on the Cowling, uh, which is really their only full-length record they put out, um, which is a fantastic record, and we'll, we'll uh, talk about that at the end. Um, but they did come and they recorded. It was... Uh, they were they were they just came in they set up they knocked it out they were very Pros. punk very punk <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you know it wasn't like uh, the drum sound is not right or it was like let's just do it let's rock you know and uh, I, I always no must no fuss I always appreciated that about those guys they just they weren't complainers they just and not then, dainty and then when they were done they were like this is great <laughs> so you know and i was like oh my god it's mercy land i don't know what <laughs> you know i was i was all starstruck but uh, but everything turned out great um so we mentioned no feet on the cowling uh i don't know if that's still in print we'll we'll uh we'll put a, a link on to that that's going to be one of my recommendations i think and uh what else do you want to well, say? We usually talk about who would you hear um, covering, covering the song. Right. And, you know, we didn't talk about that in the last <laughs> right. um, podcast but yeah. we, with Swimming Pool Cues because we really can't hear yeah, anyone no. doing Swimming Pool Cues but Absolutely Swimming Pool not. Cues. <laughs> um, and here we answer that question because you cover right, Mercy right. Land. So we, we, we've taken care of that question. Um, it, you answered the musical question in a musical manner. Right. So uh, do we have recommendations? Um, your recommendation is No Feet on the Cowling? Yes, I would definitely recommend. That there's a couple things. The No Feet on the Cowling record by Mercyland. Um, it was available. They remixed it a few years ago, and it was available on David's website. But um, I, I'm not sure where it is. We'll, we'll find a link for it, and we'll put it up for you. It's a great record all the way through. Um, towards the end of the period when the band was together, but they they were really they were really hitting a stride there, and also David Dave Barb has a Dave Barbie has a um, solo record out that came out last maybe six months ago, eight months ago. It's called Tenth of Seas, and it's uh, very different than what we've been listening to. It he did the whole thing himself in his studio. Played all his, all the instruments. Yeah, all the instruments, the drums, everything. Um, totally self-made. Did it exactly the way he wanted. Um, to me, it's got a real kind of Stonesy sort of vibe. Kind of a late night. Uh, it's cool. Blues inflected. Yeah, it's it's a cool record. It's got some cool riffs and and uh, slowed down a little bit. And uh, I would recommend you check that out if you're into that sort of thing. And of course, uh, he has a great studio. If you want to do any recording, I would uh, 
I, I couldn't think of a nicer guy to work with. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it's that, that's not a very detailed yeah. description, but no. <laughs> it's, it's an incredibly accurate one. It makes a difference when you're in a recording studio. Believe me, having worked in one for so many years to to deal with people who are who are thoughtful nice and nice and, 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 and not just going to be like, you know. The clock's running, kids, you know. <laughs> Did you have any recommendations? I'm, my recommendation is going to be non-musical. Okay. It's going to be of the grocery variety. Okay, awesome. Oh, which is, I discovered a new cheap drink, which is bubbly, mm. which is, you know, like fizzy water. And obviously we should all be drinking like water from the tap, right? Yeah, you right. Know, but uh, Or LaCroix, as they <laughs> yeah. you know, insist on um, pronouncing it. But... Uh, Bubbly's all right. Yeah, it's a bit of a spot of bubbly, but yeah, not it's not it's in cheap. this. It's not super flavorful, but it just hits the spot. It's, it's not cloying. No, and but and it's wet. Yeah, it's water. It's it's thoroughly wet, and it'll make you burp. Well, yeah, yeah, that's that. But that's half what, the what fun, more do you it? want? Yeah, exactly. All right then. So that's our um, episode for today, number o three two o three two. Mercyland, Black on Black on Black, Insiderhead from 1987, the great punk rock band from Athens. Yes, Athens. Athens, Georgia, Georgia. punk rock, for real. And uh, just, just wonderful music. And we will talk to you again very soon. Later. Bye. To learn more about the artists and recordings we just talked about, visit our website at zubrecords.com. And click on the Singles Going Steady icon. You'll also find links to the persons, places, and things we recommend, and much more. You can find episodes of Singles Going Steady on our website or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Singles Going Steady is brought to you by the power and majesty of Zub Records. Zub, Zub Records. Records. Smart, Smart sounds, sounds for sharp, sharp people. people.